So what kind of cap am I getting today? Because I, I mean, I've been talking to you a little bit, and I know that you've been on some kind of a, of, of a journey that, that I don't know if your sanity is truly 100% to be sitting down and recording right now. Like, what, what time is it? How much you, like, what? What's going on? All right, so we we have so many things to talk about that I think I'm just going to, like, do a brief catch-up. So last time we did the podcast, we didn't really have a whole lot to talk about. No. For whatever reason, I didn't talk about Artificial Gamer at all. That was good. All right, next topic. Uh, I had a voice acting gig um, that went really well. Uh, I, this time around, I was talking directly to the, the studio, and they were giving direction, and that went really well. They seemed to really like me. I did three different characters for them. Uh, um, and sounds like they want to be able to, to hire me more for other stuff. So super awesome. Very, very happy with that. Then TI um, flying came around. I flew up to see my mom for like two days, uh, and then I flew out of Portland. Uh, so I went Portland to Seattle, Seattle to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Bucharest. Mm -hmm. um, flights were fine. No, nothing really complain about there. Um, do you get do, do you get like business they class? They did lose my luggage. They did lose my luggage. And no, we do not get business class. Um, that is something that has been provided um, a bit for some tournament organizers this season because of COVID concerns. I, I just tell them like, look, I don't want to be around people, like especially when there wasn't a vaccine and stuff. Um, but that was like, you know, a limited number of talent. Mm -hmm. uh, when you do business for TI, you kind of have to apply to everyone. So that's 18 teams with five players each. That's 90 right there. There's what, 30 talent basically. So there's 120 business class flights. Just, Just that. Then you include any plus ones. Yeah. Rent one plane and have it fly across. Like, like have one plane be like the school bus that just picks everybody up and brings them to TI. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the first guy who gets picked up. <laughs> it's like the first guy who pick, gets picked up at the school bus, you know? He's got a long-ass time to wait as everybody else gets picked up. So that would suck. But, uh... I, they ended up losing my bag. I, I I only have one of the two bags. I have the important bag, which is my clothes bag. Um, but that, I did not have um, my luggage for the first, like, 24 hours. And so I, and I forgot to include extra clothes in my carry-on like I normally do. So I was wearing the same clothes, and uh, I was mm. quarantined. And so here's the process. When we get in, it's like you get in, you uh, you do some registration stuff. You get a badge. You get like a, a little GPS tracker sort of thing. Um, doesn't actually track you, but um, it keeps record of like the people that you are around that also have a tracker. So to to for contract testing, uh, contact testing, right? So the um. You do all that registering and then you go um, and you get your PCR test and you have to um, then quarantine until you get the results. And they said max 12 hours. Well, the problem is everybody came in, lots and lots of people came in on the same day. So I ended up getting in at like 1 p.m. 
and uh, I didn't get my results back almost like 24 hours later. I think it was like 10 a.m. or something uh, the next day. So I was just stuck in my hotel room, like literally could not leave my hotel room for like 20 hours. You know what bothers so, me about that is that if you, you're not having extra clothes. Like I'm kind of okay if you're just, you know, by yourself. You don't have to worry about it. Like you feel gross, right? But like the smelly thing is like, okay, it's, it's, it's yourself. You can kind of make do. But I really don't like to do this before when you have to take a shower and then you the only clothes you had to put back on are your dirty yeah. clothes from the airplane it Gross. feels yeah. it, like like a shirt like pants okay but like particularly socks like at that point i'm just going yeah. sockless yeah i i did i did have an extra pair of socks but i forgot the extra pair of underwear and shirt that i usually mm. bring so i because i agree bottoms are like the most reusable they say you can, there's no difference between wearing a pair of jeans for like three days and 30 days, bacteria wise, apparently. Uh, I, I might totally be misquoting that. <laughs> but, um, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, that sucked. But what sucked even more was my laptop. There's a lot of things in my regular lug luggage. I had my laptop and my carry on, but the charger, because I don't have very much room on my carry on, the charger was in my. Uh, suitcase so i just didn't basically have a laptop for uh the first 24 hours i was here where i was quarantined into my room and couldn't do anything else i didn't have toothbrush all those those regular amenities um so yeah my first 24 hours here sucked i also didn't have my sleeping pills which uh i usually only use one or two of them the first couple of nights when i get to a place to try and kill off jet lag right away i didn't have that so i fell asleep at like 9 30 p.m yesterday woke up at 2 a.m or 1 30 this morning so that's how long i've been awake it's now um i took a nap i took like a two hour nap right before this which uh i'm just a little bit surprised i woke up but yeah, I've been, I was, it's like 11 p.m. I was fully expecting to not do the show for like another 12 hours because I thought that you were going to get no. like passed the fuck out. And I was just going to be on standby for you waking up. So when you did arise from the dead, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, you, you Like, I think that your, your lack of baggage bred some innovation. You had what I would call a very humorous stream yesterday because you were sleep deprived and streaming live off of your cell phone. <laughs> just to yeah. hang out with people yeah. like like that that's the level of neuroses that was going on uh w which was great and anybody who wants to go check out cap spots and just hang out and have breakfast yeah. with them like honestly not not bad content yeah you know like p flag says his like p flags in the morning sort of thing and i have nothing to entertain me but my phone and uh let me just say, when you're on your phone constantly, you know, your thumbs, like, literally get tired. Like, the, mm -hmm. the bendy part of your thumbs, right? So, <laughs> I was just like, I couldn't... Also, like, what is there to do on your phone? Like, sure, there are some mobile games that Mobile Legends Bang Bang? Like you could play Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Rocking the shirt right now at TI, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure... Valve I've been walking around. I'm still waiting for a Valve employee to notice and say something uh but uh yeah it's like you're gonna be on social media constantly that's where you're gonna be and that's not really good for your state of mind you know no so are are you in a room by yourself or are you quarantining with ellie like like no what's that like uh i'm quarantining by myself that is a, a little wrinkle uh 
we're gonna talk about all the the wrinkles that came up at this TI. Uh, one of the wrinkles started yet. <laughs> yes, one one of the wrinkles was, um, and and I want to be clear. Uh, I'm going to have some. I'm I'm not happy about this situation, but I don't really blame Valve that much. Um, in in hindsight. You know, very easy to say, we should have done a two-week bubble, yada, yada, yada. Um, but because of the COVID thing that happened with Aster and uh, IG, which we'll talk about in a second, the um, because of that, they canceled um, all plus ones. So the first step was they canceled plus ones for talent. So uh, Ellie, who is Romanian, was obviously going to come with me to TI, and she still did. But we found out, like, less than 24 hours before we flew. We Both, both me and her were already at my mom's, ready to fly to Bucharest uh, when we, we got the heads up that um, no, no plus ones. They can't be in the hotel with us. They're not gonna. They might be able to get a ticket. Is the was the initial word. Um, so yeah, it was like we had this whole entire trip planned out. So I empathize with a lot of people when they're like, my my shit's been canceled. It fucking sucks. I'm like, I empathize with that a lot. Dude, <laughs> that that makes sense from a logistic standpoint. But like, oof. 24 hours is pretty rough. Like, I, at least people had, like, a week. May, like, a lot of people probably didn't fly to Bucharest yet, in theory, who, like, couldn't go to TI. But you were basically on the airplane. And you're like, hey, your partner can't come. Yeah, yeah. Like, 24 hours, but like, less than 24 hours, we have to have a conversation. It's like, okay, do you still want to go? Like, be because she's Romanian, she like still has a reason to go because she wasn't necessarily going to to be here for the event itself she was more so to to be able to for us to be together and then she could also do um she's got some work stuff that she can do here um in Romania so yeah so we we decided okay she's still going to go um but it requires us to to book a separate hotel right um and it can't be the this hotel is booked out um, I think the entire thing is booked out by Valve. I think. I actually haven't confirmed that. Um, so we had to, to book an entire, entirely different hotel. And a three-week trip, the first two weeks, we're not going to be able to see each other at all. We're staying a few extra days after TI, so we'll be able to obviously see each other then because <laughs> Valve can't stop us from doing that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's like the the, the first two weeks of, of this, we we, you know, we got on a plane together, got off, uh, and then just separated. <laughs> and now we're just, yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, that that really sucks because um, for those who don't know, my, my birthday uh, falls during this TI. Uh, mm -hmm. And it looks like, you know, if, if we keep the schedule, then my birthday is always going to be at TI, which is kind of cool. But for this TI, it means we just don't get to see each other for my birthday. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I don't care about that so much because I don't care about dates and I, I don't really care about birthdays. Uh, but, you know, Ellie wasn't super happy to uh, to to learn that, you know, where it's like, OK, that that's just one more thing that blows about this situation. So at least y'all are on the same time zone, which makes things like easier to like be connected, I guess. Right. 
like I don't know, silver lining. You, <laughs> you, you you said something. If we keep the schedule, do you do you think is is that like the current wisdom that we're that we're gonna just consistently have Ti in October now, as opposed to August? I I don't know. Uh, it, it's all up to whether or not like if Valve wants to fit in three seasons, right? I think you have to delay Ti to some extent. Either that or you have to start the next season of DPC like literally right away after TI ends. So uh, if they're going to keep three seasons, I think you have to push TI back. Um, Maybe they're only going to do two seasons like last year and keep it shortened. But yeah, if we keep this schedule, then yeah, that'll be a a recurring theme. So yeah, that that was how my, my travel and stuff went. It was just like okay, this is already going to shit and we haven't even been there yet. That's great. Well, what? speaking of going to shit, if you lean your chair back, do you touch any other chairs or do you have enough room <laughs> in your bedroom to be able to, you know? I've got the whole room. Dude, why don't you just let Team Spirit come over or anybody else? They can just like set up a corner with a PC with all the extra luxurious room you have. It's true. The, uh, yeah. So... Teams ended up um, getting COVID. Aster, number one. Um, IGJT ended up um, getting sick. I don't remember if anybody else from their team. Don't think anybody else um, has gotten it yet. Um, and with the strict, like with the strict rules being in place by by Valve in response to like, obviously when that sort of thing happens, you have to make everything a lot tighter plus the valve bubble didn't start the the valve led bubble did not start until yesterday um when we all flew in and and did our quarantine and stuff like that so uh hopefully it has been isolated and you know that won't be a problem for the rest of the event but um everything is is kind of strict and i don't know if that has led to the current room situation where there is at this moment a bunch of teams uh not happy with their practice rooms because like there's there's like spirit who's like literally in some sort of like fucking weird ass kitchen where they can hardly move around they can barely you know all of them sit at their desks if they back up their chair they're they're uh running into one of their teammates it's uh it it just seems like a a a real unfun uh place to be when you're supposed to be practicing for what is potentially the most important tournament of your life the most important potential moment in your life right this is like this moment can change your entire life even if you don't win just placing like top three is life changing money (laughs) yeah it it, it could be top 16 for some people who have never had a penny right you know yeah yeah so this is uh so yeah, that, that is a lot of teams complaining about that. Apparently, it seemed it like uh, I, I have no idea. I don't have a whole lot of inside information because again, I was quarantining until about uh, eleven hours ago. So uh, maybe more. The uh, so I don't have any inside information about this. We are not in contact with the teams. Like I see them around, but we're we're not supposed to like actually interact with anybody uh, a whole lot. So. I don't know anything about this, but I I read that like they might have done the team like the team rooms are not all the same, and some teams have better rooms than others, 
and they might have done that based off of DPC points because LGD seems to have a very nice room and all the qualifier teams uh, have, and I say nice, I just mean it's big and expansive and they can move room. around yeah, and roll their yeah. chair around. Yeah. That's not a kitchen. Uh, whereas all the qualifier teams seem to be like trapped in this small little fucking box. So, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh... I mean, at least they have the box. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. Do, do you know what kind of rules they're imposing on people like in practice rooms? Because like, so all that I know about is is like comparing this to what what's going on with Riot, right? And right now, like mm-hmm. at at Worlds, which is starting now soon in hours from recording, um, they uh like people can't even so much as eat or drink inside of their practice rooms because masks can't come off and they have like guards to make sure that there's enough people in certain rooms. So everything is like super strict and it looks like there's not even enough room in these <laughs> in Bucharest to space people out properly. So um, like are, are more restrictions being added as people are getting COVID or, or like with the, with the scare with, you know, IG and Aster or is it just kind of like a don't ask, don't tell thing or like what's what like what's going on with with people? <laughs> yeah, PGL and Valve read up on uh, on American military practices. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't don't put this on social media. Um, yeah, I think that, um, I, I, I don't know. Um, I have not seen one of these practice rooms in person, but judging by the videos I've seen from the teams, it's definitely more than just the teams that are in the room, uh, like just the five people in the room. Uh, I, I don't remember, like, you could just probably just look at Reddit and like, look at the pictures and stuff to see if anybody's not wearing a mask. Um, in, in some ways, uh, like I, I feel like the that riot thing is like a little extreme, but considering everything that's happened so far with this TI, it, it's obviously maybe better to be more ex- more extreme than uh, than less. Um, but yeah, I so I don't know if there are regulations about them not taking out their mask um, inside a practice room. I kind of assume so, um, especially since IG. JT got it, but the rest of his team hasn't. Like that, that's just one indicator of like, hey, somebody could potentially get it. You, if you guys are wearing masks like uh, constantly around each other, like you can actually isolate it away from one player, and the rest of the team won't catch it. So even if it's not the practice, uh, I feel like most teams are going to um, use that anyway. So, but you know, I, I also have seen <laughs> teams with varying. Um, care concerns about the the covid in general over the season i've seen some people who are like fucking double mask like plastic uh gloves on at all times and i've seen other people who are like why do i have to put on a mask and this was before vaccinations so you know like the 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 level of concern here can vary uh, wildly based off of the team and players so you feel pretty like I, I know that there's been just on Reddit and uh, in general some like bashing of Romania and and Bucharest uh, in particular because of their own politics or COVID response or just what's going on. Like, have you felt relatively safe yourself just in the hotel room once you settled down? But you're probably not like going outside or like how, how do you feel? Yeah, it's like there? it's like every other country. See, okay, so the thing is, this will probably lead into the PPD thing. So PPD did put out. Um, he pulled out 
and put out a social media um, post saying that he wasn't going to come uh, to TI. Um, I believe his his reasoning was that it, it felt a, a little unsafe and, and not worth the effort, basically. Um, so uh, Peter decided uh, not to come here and... Um, after after that that signature came out though he got he got that signature money no okay so that that is that is funny and and, and it, it is a good joke uh but i will say to to valve's credit um that peter uh, obviously when he he didn't just like blindside valve with that right um he let them know uh beforehand in back channels and so he had already said i'm not gonna come and valve was like uh valve eventually once they figured out what they what everything they wanted to do they uh they let us know that like any of us were free to decline if we if we did not feel um welcome they said there would be no hard feelings about that um and they also said you would still keep your signature they said you know like don't if you're gonna pull out like don't worry we're like we're putting in signatures very soon um you guys will keep that if you don't want to be involved like you know so to to their credit, uh, they they seemed. Real. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, nice. I mean, to be fair, it's also like I don't think you have another choice, right? <laughs> because if that's if, if if you're like, oh, we're gonna hold this as a grudge against you. Like if you if you are in any way being like, like, what do you mean you're not coming or something like that, right? Then then you immediately like then you are immediately a really bad guy. Right. If that ever becomes public and, and you know, they were like, mm, no, you really should come. And like, you know, because it's naturally the the concern is safety. Right. So if you were ever trying to push that the the other direction of being like let encouraging people to be less safe, you you know, you're not a, a, a you're it's not bad. a good person. Yeah, so it's, it's I don't think Valve had it. Yeah, it's not it's, it's bad politics. And it's bad morality, I think, in some ways. So, uh, you know. I think what Valve did was nice and stuff like that. And I do think they, they genuinely uh, mean all that. But also, I'm not sure if there's another option there. But that's that's just from my perspective. But yeah, it was I, I, I thought it was nice of them that um, they they let us know that we would still keep our signature if we chose to pull out and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, why did we talk about this again? I uh oh safety because because just to see how, how to see yeah like 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 how how do you feel? So Peter um probably hasn't traveled a whole lot during this COVID situation. Most people haven't. Um, I I am probably one of the people who's traveled the most uh during this situation. That's because my financial lifeblood is dependent on um being being able to attend these sort of events and i think with reasonable precautions um and and safety um i'm okay with it um so i'm basically i'm willing to take that risk and i've taken that risk several times by now and now that there's a vaccine it feels like i'm even i feel even safer to take that risk um but there i could definitely see a big difference just in our like casual WhatsApp group where the talent have like an official WhatsApp group with Valve members and like stuff like that for official communication. And then we've got a separate one that's just like us so we can bullshit with shit each posting? other. It's right? the shit posting WhatsApp? It's the shit posting channel. And you could tell, like you could always tell like when travel time was coming up, like who hadn't traveled during this period of time and who had, 
just because like people were like, oh shit, like the, the like this guy in front of me is like coughing or something like that, or like I saw there's there's somebody you know not putting their mask all the way up, and they're like really concerned about that, um, which I totally empathize with because that was my that was my feeling the first time um, I traveled during COVID. But like, obviously you just become desensitized to these sort of things. It's not a good thing because it probably means you're being less disciplined. Um, you, you should be, you know, hyper aware of these things, but the, the people who had traveled were just, you know, like not phased whatsoever because this is, and if anything, it's a safer time to travel than when we traveled before. So, uh, do I feel safe in Bucharest? Uh, if I were to go outside, no. But then again, I didn't feel safe in Sweden either, because Sweden doesn't wear masks either. Hmm. So, I'm really anxious. Yeah. I I have I have that flight to Hawaii in two weeks for the wedding, and I am so anxious about mm. just because I know that I'm going to be relatively safe. I know that there like isn't a ton to worry about outside of the risks that are like in my head, right? But as soon as someone on that airplane coughs, I'm gonna get I'm gonna have like a cold sweat. <laughs> oh. That was the other thing is that, uh, again, I think this is a nice thing, but I also think it's, it would be an incredibly shitty thing to do the opposite of this, um, is is that they also let us know that, like, if we caught COVID here and, like, we couldn't, obviously, we wouldn't be able to work. We said They said that we would still get paid, which is, like, a concern when you go to these events. Like, obviously, I would push any tournament organizer like i should still get paid like i got sick attending your event like mm -hmm. you know uh and that's generally the understanding for like non-covid things is like you know i get if i get food illness or something like that like that's just the the effects of traveling you know like you can't dodge that i'm still expecting to get paid for that day um so yeah but that was another thing that valve uh let us know because you know that that it's obviously like for most people, TI, uh, I would say, makes up for anywhere between 15 to 50% of their um, yearly income as a, a, as a commentator. It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, right? So, obviously, so that my biggest concern was, was catching COVID before. <laughs> My biggest concern was the PCR test that I apparently did not need. I didn't use that paperwork at all. Uh, the PCR test I took before I flew out. That was my biggest concern. I was like, once I'm there, like, whatever, you know, like, uh, you know, all good. But, like, if I'm prevented from going, I may not be getting paid. And that would, that would really, <laughs> that would fucking harsh my buzz real hard this whole entire year. Well, I'm glad that I, that everybody is there. And, I mean... Sans Peter, but like everyone is there. Everyone at this point we think is fine. And at this point, we've all gotten like tests back, I think, for, well, not, some people traveled in today, but of the people that traveled in yesterday, which was probably about 75% of the talent, everyone's been cleared for their PCR tests. So, is that what your green wristbands for that you can go around the hotel? Your, your, your COVID? It state? is actually. Yeah. This is the, you have to wear this wristband. Uh, it's actually the vaccination uh, wristband. So oh, they wow. check your vaccine. Yeah, check your vac vaccination card, and then you get a wristband, so you don't have to bring your vaccination card everywhere. Are you um, gonna? Are you gonna like very quickly understand all of your colleagues who aren't vaccinated because they don't have a wristband? Is is that gonna be like see, a? Is that gonna be like a weird social thing? I, I okay. So I don't actually have any confirmation on this, but I I, I think that they might have. I. I 
Was, did you hear about this? Did any teams come in early to Romania specifically to get vaccinated? Uh, I have or not. I, just... I have not heard about that, but I'm also with Liquid not participating like an ounce more out of the loop than I yeah, would otherwise yeah. be. So, and and I also don't know like what the vaccination rollout is in all countries um, that like are involved with TI. Well, so I, mean, I don't know if like about if players. it's possible for everybody to get it, but. Uh, I'm not even thinking about players. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about co-talent, right? Like, like if you walk around yeah. and suddenly you see like Frankie without without a wristband, you're like, Ooh! <laughs> yeah. I uh, I haven't actually thought about that because I I just assumed that everybody was vaccinated here because they also made attending the event as a uh, as just a initial crowd uh, to to require vaccination. So honestly, I just assumed that everybody uh, behind the scenes that was coming here was vaccinated, but that I guess that may not be the case. But I, I also haven't heard what the regulations for people who are not vaccinated. So that may leads me to believe that everyone here is. Um, but if there is, I don't know what special procedure they have to go through. It's gonna get real gospy real quick. You're gonna be like, "Oh my god, did you see that Vlad isn't wearing a wristband? Oh my god, I knew, I knew, I knew it. I knew he was an anti-vaxxer." He always, he always said the vibes to me, you know, anti-science. You could just tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, now that you've said that, I'm, I'm going to be noticing that. You're looking around. Anybody not have a wristband? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that is funny. Isn't that the, 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 the fucking, what is it, the scarlet letter, you know? The, yep, yep, except not like that, but also, yep, that. <laughs> the, but the opposite, yeah. Uh, yeah, so all the talent seem to be here or arriving here and um, good to when, go. When so do you far. actually start working? Group stages on the 7th. We did actually have a meeting today. Um, that was like a um, storyline meeting. Sometimes this happens for tournaments and production um, where you sit down as a crew of talent and production to be able to talk about what are the storylines for individual teams and you're able to, to drum up um, uh, both narratives for... Uh, other talent and stuff to be able to share information with each other, um, but also to be able to drum up uh, production assets that can assist in certain narratives. Um, for, so, for example, I think I gave them uh, a stat that they were going to draw to. Oh, I, I so, for example, um, we were talking about, OK, like Puppy, you know, the only person to have attended uh, all the TIs. Right. And. And one thing that I wanted to point out was the fact that we've been doing this countdown for a long time. But now, like, puppy, the last man standing, hurrah, all that sort of thing. And that's really cool. But along the way, we've been cutting off people. Um, and we haven't, like, checked back with them. So, for example, Lonham, he has been here for every single TI except TI-7. He got cut off all the way back at TI-7. But he effectively has still attended the same amount of TIs as Kuro and was also a Dota 1 legend at the same time, right? So he has a long, long history of excellence at TI, but he doesn't get the same kind of pro proclamations because he got caught off at TI 7 um, and didn't make it to those those latter listings. Also because he hasn't won a TI. I think the highest placing he got was like third at one of the early TIs. Um, the highest amount of money he's made was... 1.2 million at TI5. But we're talking about 11 fifth, years of consistency, right? 
Like yeah, and more so because he was Dota One legend as well. He was on Nirvana China, so he, like you know, even going back to Dota One days, he was uh, near the top, right? So e even more than eleven years, I would say, probably more like twelve, thirteen, maybe twelve. So, and so they're like, oh, okay, well, let's draft up a production asset that allows us to be able to show like people who have. Um, attended how many like how many ti's people have attended basically right and we'll we'll be able to look at people like so there's going to be puppy at top and then there's going to be you know curl famously was the other person who was who was second but right next to curl is going to be lonham because they both missed a ti at this point so i'm i'm uh i'm interested in someone who was gonna miss a ti but now is no longer missing a ti uh m miss mr eyepatch man himself seb who has had an oh interesting <laughs> has had an interesting week, I think. Like, so I guess I guess backstory, right? Seb had ocular surgery, was anticipating mm -hmm. likely not being able to play TI, and didn't really boot camp with the team. Yep. Yeah. He yep. proceeded to have Mickey come and stand in, which I knew about for reasons. Um, and it's like, oh, cool. Like, what what's it going to look like if, you know, Mickey's playing on OG for, for TI? That's, that's like, really dope for a bunch of reasons that I'm super into, right? Um, and then it gets semi-confirmed slash leaked. And then everybody makes yeah. news about it. Oh, my God. It was, it was pretty damning. It, like, semi-confirmed is, like, uh, it, it was, it's literally a screenshot of a chat between Koipa and Mickey and talking about how Mickey was playing with OG, but now he's not. Seb is back. Oh, that sucks. Mickey, uh, in that, it actually makes Mickey look really good because he's, like, he's like no nah, like you know it's it's all good like he made a comparison to like the boxy samel situation it's like you know it's what we did as well like you know I, i'm sure mickey would have been excited to attend ti but he seemed genuinely happy for for seb to come back so that was that was something that i noticed about that, well, mickey's that conversation just a, mickey's a good boy whether people know it or not mickey's is a really a good, good boy, boy. Yeah, he's a quiet boy that doesn't like people don't know a shit ton about him, but he's he's a nice kid for sure. But you know, regardless of the Mickey situation, now now the news is like Seb is coming back and playing after having his eyeball almost attached from his head, and and OG yeah. is playing as originally intended, even if they didn't really get the boot camp that they wanted because he wasn't participating in that. So I'm interested in if uh, uh, in following their story more so than I was previously because I'm like, hmm. How much does that TI prep really going to matter for a team like OG, who's basically their, you know, MO is just being wacky and wild? Yeah. Do they need There's, that it, practice? It, it, dude, the, the odds makers for OG are probably, it's all over the place, right? Because you have uh, OG making it through the qualifier, but making it through the qualifier doesn't mean anything, right? That doesn't magically put OG lower because that's how they originally won TI was having a close qualifier match against Wind and Rain. And then they go on to win TIA. So they're a qualifier team. So it's already hard to judge exactly where they are, but very likely, I think some, some bookmaker had them at like third uh, highest percentage to be able to win TI, which I honestly don't think is too far off the mark. I would put them more like fifth, yeah. Um, yeah. Third, third I, I feels think that's a little maybe a little high. bit. Third yeah. Feels a little high. And 
And again, I think it's like, I, th I think it's like very hot or cold. I think they're a great team. Um, but I think it's like very potentially hot or cold, right? Where like, I think EG is almost guaranteed top eight. I could, you know, I don't think it's unreasonable that OG would go out nine through 12, you know? But I also don't think it's that unreasonable that they win the full thing, right? There, there's a huge amount of, of like parody in that regard. So uh, the odds makers for OG have to be all over the place, right? Because they don't know where to place them at first. And then all of a sudden rumors come out. Oh, uh, Seb can't play. Oh, there's no crowd. Uh, or wait, how did that go? Oh, okay. So the Seb situation first. Wait, no, no, no. We didn't know if there was a crowd. So then we found out there is a crowd. OG stock goes up, right? OG playing under a crowd. Other teams suffer. OG excels at that, right? And then we find out, oh, no, Seb. Seb's an integral part of that team. His leadership, I think, is a huge part of the reason why OG, from a mental standpoint, is able to perform so well under the, the most pressure you could possibly have as a Dota player. OG stock plummets. And then they get Big A. Okay, decent standard, but kind of like, you know, not, not an offlaner. That's kind of weird. Maybe it plummets even more. And then you find out, no crowd. OG stock plummets even further. There's no crowd. That's OG's like entire fucking deal. They love playing under a crowd and they think other people play worse under a crowd as well. So it's like the, the mental game that OG usually has over other people is totally gone. So it's like OG's chance, all of a sudden they're like fucking there at the bottom. And then we find out that Seb's back and now it's like, oh shit, is OG going to do it again despite all odds? It's a it's a it's a wild wild story going on with them. Yeah, I've <laughs> I'd love to I'd love to talk to the bookie because right like what you just described is actually really funny if you made it into like an animated skit, like like you you can take that and turn that into like an SNL esque bit. Um, yeah, you, or, or even just the gif of uh, of uh, uh, the, the sketch show uh, the sweating. You know, just just for the kids, they're just sweating the entire. Oh fuck, you know, like. <laughs> Where do I place these guys? It's my job to like be able to determine probability of them. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that uh, that you know the more that I look about uh, TI prep and the more that I look at like predictions and fill my own predictions, uh, it's been a while since I've seen such a unanimous like this team feels like they're gonna win. Like the 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 hype behind uh, PSG LGD at this point almost seems. Uh, too big. Yeah, I I I don't buy it. Like I understand yeah. that this team is almost certainly coming into a, the event as the front runners in everybody's mind. I know nothing about scrims. I don't know what's going on. But just the fact that like everybody's like they're the people, like that makes me think they're gonna fuck up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm of two minds of this because it seems like LGD uh is able to play a little bit more loose than other teams um and so i think that goes into how well you succeed at ti i think rigidity is not a good thing um because stress can break you you need to be able to bend in that regard both drafting and strategy wise as, as well as mentally um so I, I, lgd seems like one of those teams who is more likely to perform despite being the the clear favorites um but yeah, it is also like a big problem. And then there's also the fact that like Ame specifically has already gone through his own trials and tribulations at a TI where he's kind of held as like people look back at TI8 and they blame him. 
for LGD not beating OG because he he did choke a little bit in uh, at least the upper bracket final. I think it was maybe the game five of yep. or game three of upper bracket final. I think it was maybe I don't remember quite as well his performance at the grand final. But like I people people hold that like that's your fault, right? And so now he's it's a redemption time, but it's also like if that same pressure broke you once like how much do people really change in that regard you know like it, we always loved the, like a good hero's journey and like oh look you know like he had this problem he now recovered from it and look at him perform you know he has that final moment is it gonna break him again no he does it oh look his his broken arm is perfectly fine and holds strong whatever right the uh the, that same thing is is gonna happen to ame and we're gonna see whether or not he is changed at all as a person to be able to to keep a, a clean game so yeah i know that we've talked about this uh in like two or three different contexts at this point uh but i wonder if maybe ame is benefited by the fact that there's no crowd maybe maybe there's a bunch of players who are going to receive a mental boost by not hearing usa or oh gee or like set people cheering like there's gonna be all this stuff that just doesn't happen in the venue which is normally just adds to the the stress and the ambiance and the importance of ti and it's not to say that that stuff doesn't happen in other lands right like every land you get you know like cheers and booze and, and all that good stuff right but like ti is different it's it, it's bigger the, 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 the magnitude is bigger uh, I mean, that just made me think of, of COVID aside entirely, one player, there's a massive difference just where this TI is happening. Remember what happened last year? Cuckoo? Remember that? <laughs> he walks out and he's just 20,000 fans. <laughs> Fuck you, you know? Like, that is a ton of fucking hatred that was coming his way. Um, you know, so even just having TI in Bucharest... Uh, that that could just mean a much better performance individually from him because he doesn't have to put up with that. Now there's no crowd uh, as well, so you know that like he he is a a benefactor of that. I think maybe secret might be a benefactor of that, um, just because obviously they've underperformed most TIs. Uh, I, I think underperforming at TI nine, like they got fourth, you know, like. I feel like you, even if you are the favorite, you get fourth at TI. I don't feel like that's underperforming. That's just the nature of the beast, you know? That's just the nature of what TI is. So, uh, but other years, obviously, you can pretty clearly say that they underperformed. Was there any writing for you on the walls, like behind the scenes, that this was going to happen? Like, like, did did you anticipate that we were going to get this close, and then suddenly go, nope, no crowds? Because it didn't really hit for me until uh, I think probably about twelve hours ish before the initial announcement. There was a Reddit post on updated guidelines from like Bucharest uh, c city council and stuff about about indoor events. And, you know, it was just people, like, reporting the news. And some people were like, oh, I'm sure Valve accounted for this. They probably sold half the seats. And other people were like, ah, oh, there's no way that that happened. They, they probably sold the whole arena out. And I was just like, oh, this, this is, like, an interesting piece of news that I don't think people are really talking about enough. And then, like, clockwork, you know, a couple hours pass, and then, bam, press, press release. Uh, hey, everybody, tickets refunded. Uh, so, so I think that those have to be linked a little bit. But... 
surely this wasn't the plan until hands really got forced about it and there was like no way to accommodate. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have to remember that Valve took a, like a really long time to put tickets on sale in the first place, right? So they they obviously really wanted to wait as long as possible to prevent that situation of like, okay, buy your tickets, and then we end up canceling. So they, they tried to, to wait it out for as long as possible, and they still got fucking bit. Um, you know, that it was the, the writing on the wall. I mean... Maybe a little bit when I heard that, like, a Talent Plus ones were canceled. Um, and, like, there there was a little bit there. But even then, I don't think that Valve necessarily knew 100% that they weren't going to be having a crowd. Because um, we were talking about if whether or not our Plus ones would still get a, a ticket at all to TI and, and, like, that sort of thing. So I, uh, I didn't really have a whole lot of heads up on that. I know one of my subs... Uh, guy called chuckle crusader he's like already in romania and he messaged me he was like you know like hey i you know i don't want to I'm, I'm not like fishing for rumors or anything but like I, if you have any knowledge if you have anything to give me about whether or not i should i should be coming out to romania or, or like you know that sort of thing uh i'd love to hear it but i, I didn't have, really have anything to to give him because there wasn't a, a whole lot of knowledge there there's probably so. what a couple hundred people, maybe maybe more, who had a really bad week last week with this news because they're either they're either out a bunch of money or they can't yeah. or they're already there or you know they made arrangements and it's it's interesting to see the dialogue uh, of people who are like oh yeah that sucks like I feel bad for them but also the oh well you know this is totally their fault. Uh, like they should have expected this. They're silly. Like it's COVID, right? And it was interesting for me to read just from like a humanity standpoint the responses that were given to the people in these circumstances. Because some people were just like really empathetic. Other people were like, <laughs> "Get fucked, loser." Um, and and I think that naturally I skew an ounce more on on the empathetic side of oh boy oh boy is that not is that not fun especially for anybody who like you know is losing is losing a lot of money but um i don't know yeah i saw some numbers thrown around there was a very angry guy my my uh chat for my irl stream that had like he kept on copy pasting this at me to try and get my attention he said he lost like five thousand dollars and uh like i i empathize with that i i had to spend an extra like i Ellie is here, but like the the purpose of the trip, right? The, the what we paid for the flight uh, is I'm not getting that benefit of what we originally planned. Uh, even if she did still take the flight, and then we also pay an extra thousand dollars for hotel room for the next two weeks. So I I do empathize with that uh, quite a bit. It's not a bad but, that's not a bad uh, hotel room price for for two weeks. Yeah, um, Romania is a relatively cheap country, so for for European countries, so yeah. Well, I guess if 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 you're someone who was left out by Ti, respond to the comments below, <laughs> and I'll give you a little heart. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Oh boy, oh boy, that's not fun. Yeah, it 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 sucks. It sucks. It's it's not gonna be. 
there was a lot of doom and gloom. Like, P uh, like when PPD said that he wasn't going to go, you know, like, the top comment was like, this is just the first of many, you know? And then, like, literally nobody else did that because, like, Peter probably doesn't, one, he probably doesn't need the money. Attending TI probably doesn't matter as much to him as full-time talent, right? That's that's what we work towards the full year, right? So, like, it means a lot more both financially and, like, career-wise, but also on, like, personal level, like, of, of an achievement, it matters a lot more to, to like, the full-time talent and stuff. So it's, like... Yeah, there was there was a lot of doom and gloom that I was seeing. People are saying like this TI is just going to be terrible and and sort of thing. I I still don't think that um, this TI is like ruined by any stretch of the imagination. It's going to be missing some TI magic. There's no doubt. It's not going to be the same. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the competition itself won't be good. Um, that we won't have a fantastic story um, at the end of this for the people who have failed or succeeded um at the biggest tournament of the year and yeah like i, I you know like obviously it's it's not going to be as good as previous years but uh i also don't think that it's we we're not we're not going from 100 percent to fucking 10 percent. you know we're going from 100 percent to like 75 percent. you know it, it's missing something for sure but i think it's still going to be a good event i'm if if you know like no other covid concerns pop up yeah, that, that, that's a big if. Like, I mean, there is still, you know, worst case DEFCON scenarios that could happen, but I think that we've hopefully avoided them by now. And the measures in place would like avoid, you know, full breakouts or anything like really problematic. But, you know, f fingers, fingers crossed. I'm on a personal note worried about uh, following TI and really getting to have the TI experience. It doesn't quite feel to me yet. And hopefully this changes in the next like 48 hours, but it doesn't quite feel to me yet like, ah, dude, it's TI. Yeah, yeah. I think honestly, part of that is um, just not drumming up. There, there is no content that drums up hype for Ti. For example, Liquid just put out their uh, their worlds video, their music video that they do with. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm missing Cap her. Uh, Avali, Raz, yeah, was, Captain Flowers. Yeah, I was I was thinking like Ophelia. It was like it was an O name that I couldn't quite place. Um, and which was a banger video, by the way. Um, that was that was great. Um, there, but we don't have content like that. Um, especially coming directly from, um, from Valve, and that is something that I actually wanted to change. I wanted to create a content piece where it, it's just like a hype reel, you know, like two three sentences about each of the teams, and mm -hmm. like basically like, um. You know, like the it's like the TI down low, but condense that so much that it's only the hype. You only write like the hype piece of storyline about like what makes. I mean, we talked about this before. Unfortunately, that 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 um, didn't really come to fruition. But I I feel like that is something that could really help for like getting people invested in TI, uh, whether you know COVID's a thing or not. But obviously, COVID is definitely the biggest downer because a lot of the the hype that drums up is like crowd um people who are going to ti arriving and taking pictures and like oh shit i saw ogd oh, here's their bus like oh they they're getting off they're going to the stadium or they're at their hotels and like shit like that it's like that that is a large part of the the hype that ends up getting drawn up and the the the, the, the general public is what does a lot of that and we I, just don't have them here so 
I, I also think that I think a lot of the stuff so 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 it's twofold. If you're if you're to make the comparison directly to worlds, right? Like it's twofold from my mm-hmm. experience. First one is you have Riot who is very self interested in making their own, you know, lead up content, right? Like everything builds yeah. to this. Just like TI does in theory, like the year builds to TI, but there's like a season and worlds is the Super Bowl, right? Like they're 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 a content machine and they probably have across the globe i would say conservatively a hundred employees whose literal whole job it is is to make content for league of legends and at this time all of them are making content for worlds right and uh, that's that's probably legitimately about a hundred people who do that valve has nobody in theory right so, so you're you're, you're not. Yeah, you're not, they they have a, the film team that creates content specifically for the TI broadcast itself. Mm-hmm. But that, but, but that's like, not that's the, not preview. No, no, we're, yeah, exactly. We're not getting any of the preview stuff. We're not getting some of like the documentary pieces like before TI or something like that. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they yeah, it's and nothing then, like that. So also, all of the teams make content for worlds by and large. All the teams are yeah. making content for Worlds too, because there's an in- yeah. there's an inherent value of their world storyline and what's going on, and there, there's positive ROI for teams to like gain fans and heart share by doing stuff for people who are gonna be watching Worlds. Now, that's just not an ecosystem that exists in Dota like at all yeah. because of player owned organizations, because of people not really watching content, because of you know. I mean, mostly those two. <laughs> um, yeah. and, 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 you know, the, the the third one being, like, you know, the, the numbers of, of spend on it being funky, right? Like, so, for example, to make... If if you go and watch the, the, the Little Nas X parody that Liquid did with Avali and Captain Flowers and Raz for, for Worlds that we just dropped today or yesterday or whatever you would listen to this, um, you'll see that, like, you know... Just think about what that what that costs to make, right? You you have talent for three people, right? There there there's a full shoot day with uh with four people behind the scenes. There's a director, there's a producer, there's three editors who are working around the clock on that nonstop. There's a graphics person. All those people cost money, if nothing else, right? That project conservatively probably cost about ten thousand dollars. If it, which is like amortized. I, was about to say, I feel like that's very conservative. <laughs> which is like amortized over salaries and like you know some of these yeah. people are you know liquid employees, so you know it's 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 funky. But just just you know just just say nice even round ten thousand dollar number. You can do that for League of Legends because it, it it helps your brand, it helps gains fans, people like it. There's positive value when you do it. Yeah. The idea of spending ten thousand dollars to do that for Dota is a horrible business decision. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's like uh, it's like all all three things, right? It's like Valve as a developer is not set up to to be able to like invest in those sort of things. The ecosystem itself is not set up to to incentivize people to do those sort of things. I, I will say that I think OG, I haven't watched it yet, but I know OG put out some stuff. Um, so shout out to, to them. Um, I think they put something together to, to drum up hype for TI. Maybe LGD did as well. There's some LGD video I got to watch. 
Um, the LGD video, I think, is from last well. year or from last TI. Oh, I don't okay. know if there's a current one. And, and the OG one, I haven't seen yet. But the people working with OG on their stuff, I believe it's Paper Crowns, and they're really good at what they do. Um, like, oh, so, yeah. so I, I'm interested in watching that too. And rest assured, like in a world where we qualified, we being Liquid qualified for TI, we would have done something. It would have just had to have made sense in like a budgetary constraint and like a scope constraint, right? Because I, I think any team not doing what OG is doing or what LGD is doing or, you know, something in that accord is doing something wrong. I, even if yeah. it's not going to light the world on fire, even if you're not going to convert a bunch of fans because Dota fans just care about Puppy and Kuroki and, you know, whatever Chinese players their favorite. Like, you you like you got to give back to the ecosystem a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll, I'll also add in one more factor there which is i think the community just the the way the community is set up right is like dota players notoriously only care about dota they only care like that that is like kind of the mantra that goes around right is that like dota players don't really care they care about teams and who's playing for viewership um but they only care about them actually playing they don't really care about content that's around that they don't care about the panel that's between that they don't care about the content that is be created and like they, there's just not a a hunger for that kind of content it, it seems so uh, like so there's just one more reason why so yeah it's it's a it's a weird situation i don't know i don't know how we got here to to like from the top to top down, you know, it's it, none of it's really incentivized to do that sort of stuff. One of my goals, big picture goal, I know that we've talked about this a little bit before, but one of my goals is to truly not, I, I know that I cannot change that. It, it's asinine and foolish to think that you can just by and large change that. But if, if I can change some people or gain some fans or garner any amount of appreciation because it's like, oh, I like that this is happening. That's that's one of my goals, right? It, is to just get some Dota fans to recognize that some content is good and that maybe there should be more stuff for TI and maybe like I like this stuff. Maybe I'm more interested in Dota because of the shoulder stuff that happens around TI. Um, I, I I don't know. It, it's it's obviously hard to. When you, you know, said shoulder stuff, I literally thought of crit shouldering, uh, no tail. <laughs> that's that's when you said shoulder content. That is literally what I did not think you were talking. I just was like, oh, you're talking about crit hitting no tail. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> well, I, I I think we I think we made it. I do you need to mm -hmm. like sleep? <laughs> yeah, I um. I took a nap. I'm feeling pretty awake, so that's not a good sign. But I'll I'll take a sleeping pill and see if I can actually sleep uh, till a decent time instead of one um, thirty a.m. Um, we mentioned voice line chess. Um, oh yeah. I haven't really I haven't really advertised my uh, my chess at all, but I'll do it here on the podcast. Please buy my voice line. Thank you. That's it. That's it. I did. I did. Thank you. You bought the bare minimum. <laughs> I mean, when you put it like that, it feels 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 rude. It feels rude to just to just just say it like that, Austin. But you know, I did. I I, I bought the amount that I had to in order to put you on my profile and say mm. I bought the amount that I had to you, in order you, you, to, to say that I did it. <laughs> That I to say that I did what, it right. Out of out of curiosity, what do you think of uh, the voice lines? 
like any any ones that really stand out if he's gonna make a fucking shitload of money. Jesus Christ. I can't wait to find out. Funny, the top sellers is like literally two of the Chinese casters and Effie. It's just like three, you know, women in their voice lines. It's uh, Effie's voice line is great. I don't know uh what the the Chinese casters did, but it's like a combination of like a really good voice line and a lot of simps. (laughs) I, I uh. None of them really stood out to me. Mm, okay. I, I Now, I clicked through all of them once. With the exception yeah. of some of them I didn't understand and I clicked a second time. I haven't played, so I don't know what the voice line talent meta is right now. Uh, but, like, not, they, they all kind of took a similar theme in that they were, like, somewhat always applicable all chat lines and oftentimes verging on an ounce of comedy. And, and yeah, so like I, I have some of them uh, because I wanted to support my friends and then I don't know if I'm going to go back and purchase any additional ones uh, for actual use in game. I'm also not like a voice, voice chat spammer. I think some people had like, I, I think some people had some fun ones, but, you know, n- nothing was like, oh, they killed it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Um, it's it's funny about that. Like, uh, like I'm not a I'm not a content creator in, in a traditional sense. I don't like cre- have a YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think about making things go viral, you know? But like th- this is the purest form, a uh, very capitalistic uh, form of like benefiting from virility. Vi- no, that's Virality. that's the wrong word. Yeah, vi- is that, is that can Virality. I vi- viral? Can I say virality? Do you think that's a word? Sure. Because virility is something else. Are you sure? <laughs> hey, yes. Um, speaking as someone who has a lot of it, Joey. <laughs> But yes, the being able to in, in profit so much off of the viral nature of the content that you create. Like a YouTube video can generate you a lot of content, but I don't think it really compares to like how insane, how much money you can make if your voice line goes like really viral. And uh, and I think that's just like something, I feel like you almost have to be like a bit of a genius to to be able to like figure out culturally what is really going to go viral and both you have to both be like comedic but the thing is is like dakota dakota had a, a great clever voice line right where he's just like insert chat wheel line or something like that right he he basically didn't do one he he did like you know kind of a, a default one and it, it's it's cl- really clever right but i don't think that cleverness is going to net him a shit more it's not going to go viral you know but Effie's laugh that it goes viral as shit because it's it's tilt it's it's hella tilting, you know. So it's uh it, it you have to be a combination of like just understanding people and the psychology that goes on there, also being naturally humorous in some way. Usually, it's uh yeah it's 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 wild. I'm willing to bet that she's gonna make multiple times her ti payday off that voice line. <laughs> Probably. I, this, this literally, this literally may be the biggest, 
biggest paycheck that uh, Effie will ever get in, in her life. Which is wild. Uh, I yeah. How, how do you feel about the logistics of them actually taking the chat wheel line and then making it so they can like increment the amount of money you're spending per person to get like rewards for them? Because before you were just getting like a chest that was what like five dollars, and you were getting a, a hat from it, and that's it, and every purchase had to be five dollars. But now I feel like there's a lot more people who are inclined to give you a dollar than five dollars, and also there's a lot more available content to consume too in terms of everyone having a voice line versus only having 10 hats yeah um to be honest like i haven't actually been into dota since they introduced all this stuff so i i actually haven't really like looked i don't know how the how, what what do you get for upgrading you the, get additional you get additional autographs um, okay. Every every I think five levels. Every five levels, you get another autograph, which is like the same system as before. And then you also get um like the 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 border around your your supporter thing and level changes to show your support for the person. So like if I, feel I like that's uh, feel like the that that's the the like the team packs. That's the useless stuff. You know, like the the little banner and the spray, like that's the useless stuff. It's the filler content, but the the real meat of it is the the voice line at the end, right? That that that's the thing for the team packs. It's like if you are going to buy one, you're going to buy the highest level one ninety five percent of the time. So, uh, which so in this case, it feels like the opposite, right? Where you get the meat right away. Mm-hmm. You uh, only got to spend a dollar. You got to spend a dollar. I feel like Valve's very good at being able to incentivize people at being able to invest more of their money. The battle pass is genius level of uh, version of I, that tactic. I think that this is strategic in the sense of of spreading out wealth between talent. Because before, uh, that's a good point. Because yeah. before, what you would do is like I I would like if I if I wanted to buy like a trove, I would buy one or two or the amount that i needed right Uh, yeah i bought one fan pack yeah i couldn't see what you mean but now i have no problem going oh i can go buy 10 people's one dollar voice line and give 10 people 50 cents instead of giving one people to one person 250 right so i i think that it might spread out the wealth a little bit more which is potentially better for you it yeah it's i i think it's the same for valve either way Unless the smaller number somehow incentivizes people to to be able to spend more. Like, you spend $15 for one really good line, or you can have 15 different voice lines. Maybe they end up buying 20. I I spent more money than I anticipated uh, on on fan packs, on, on, on fantasy cards, and on people. Like, yesterday, to get, like, my collection up to, to speed and, like, get voice lines, I probably dropped, like, $20, you know, like, either buying fan packs for certain teams that I would have never... I would have never, ever, ever, ever bought SG's and Undying's fan pack in their original yeah. iteration. But because they're tied to player cards for fantasy, which I want to play, and because there's rewards, and because they lowered the price by half, which kind uh, of kind of fuck you, Val, for making me pay full price <laughs> for before, whatever. 
but because but yeah. because they they lowered the price and because that like I gave money to Undying, which I would have if you would have asked me that a week ago, I would have been like, why am I ever gonna buy the Undying fans? I don't need to do that. But like they found ways to get me to purchase the things to give more money to the team. So I think that's a win, and I would and I hate that I can't see you know what that would have done for the Liquid fan pack to see like you know if people needed to get player cards or wanted for this or you know. A lot of a lot of teams because you get additional points in your compendium for having the fan pack of a team when they win. People are just gonna buy fan packs to get more points for every team, or they're gonna buy fan packs teams that are winning a lot so they can get more points too, right? So they they suddenly took the fan pack situation, which I think was a flop in terms of income and now i think that for the teams who were actually at ti uh it might be pretty good oh that's i actually had no idea about about that whole fan pack fantasy interaction that that's a that's a really good idea yeah Mm -hmm. it seems like uh, i wonder if they they basically took a lot of information they got out of the team fan packs and then like restructured how they would do the the talent lines and and so on and so forth. So yeah, I it definitely it's definitely good for talent, um, or at least it's good for ninety percent of the talent. Maybe somehow the top ten percent make less in in a potential world, um, but um, it's definitely a win for most of us. Um, and then it's it's a seems like a win for Valve as well. So, which is probably the more important win. <laughs> As long as they're winning, you'll keep winning because they'll be incentivized yeah, um, to win more. So you want Valve to win, yeah. but like, you know, take take your take I, And your they also meet our voice lines last a year. I was blown away by that. I was just like, what? Like I did not expect Valve to to do that. Uh so it made the product that much better, right? So I was I was very happy when I saw that. I was like, sick, thank thanks, Valve. I didn't expect you to do that. Also, if I if I can kind of close the circle on a run, on a long running topic for uh, for for side pull, mm-hmm. you finally got a voice line in the game. Finally got a fucking voice line. Everybody you know, had I never... to have one. You know, you I don't know if you earned it, but you finally got one. So I mean, people don't know about this, but I did voice lines uh, for the Arkosh fan pack as well. I never talked about this, but the, the irony of that situation was that I put in some voice lines for the, the fan pack for Arkosh as well. And none of mine got selected there either. <laughs> I've literally been, been li- I've literally the chances out. of me doing it have been like going smaller and smaller and every single time I somehow miss I've gone so many years without a voice line fan pack was an opportunity to get one still didn't get one then I had to get one they gave me a hundred percent guarantee uh escalating odds that's what I've been dealing with for the entire situation until I and it finally hit the hundred percent so yeah <laughs> I don't feel very accomplished you literally couldn't have avoided <laughs> it this time so I mean congratulations friend yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. You can check uh, how well your your thing is selling. I'm not going to look. Uh, but I don't think it's selling very well. Let's put it that way. So I don't I feel even less accomplished because I got I had got the 100% win, but I don't necessarily think that my product is is actually doing that well. So <laughs> Well, you, well you, whatever. I got a successful voice acting gig, so fuck all of you. 